पूजिते शंखचक्रगदास्ते महालक्ष्मी नमोस्तुते लक्ष्मी the goddess of prosperity and the wife of lord vishnu is a much too familiar icon for all those in india she drapes a red saree and is decked in gold and jewels from head to toe in her hand she holds the never emptying pot of gold the other hand is in the ever blessing abhaya mudra she stands or sits in a lotus in full blossom and is flanked by elephants frolicking in rivers Living in Vaikuntha, sitting at the feet of her husband, Vishnu, she graces the entire cosmos with her blessings and benevolence. As the goddess of prosperity, she is often shown associated with money and especially gold. Some people consider her to be the female equivalent of Kuber, the treasurer of gods. However, this is not the case. In fact, The legends say that there are eight different manifestations of the goddess representing the eight aspects associated with prosperity that is Adi Lakshmi she is regarded as the foremost of all the forms of the goddess Adi means first and Lakshmi is derived from the Sanskrit root laksha which refers to goal or aim thus the name Lakshmi is interpreted as the one who leads to a particular goal adi lakshmi is said to represent the spiritual prosperity that is the internal and mental growth of a person dhana lakshmi dhana means wealth this might be the most popular form of lakshmi as this aspect presides over monetary growth dhanya lakshmi the word dhanya means grain Thus this aspect of Lakshmi represents the nourishing aspect of the goddess. She is commonly shown holding stalks of grains in her hands. She is associated with granaries and abolishes hunger. Conceptually, she might have similarities with the goddess Annapurna. The fourth one is Veera Lakshmi. The term Veera means brave and hence this is a more formidable aspect of the goddess. She is shown with eight hands and holding various weapons. She is also known as Dhairya Lakshmi, where Dhairya means courage. As this aspect of Lakshmi presides over war, she might have similarities with the goddess Durga, which we'll explore some other time. The fifth form is Vijaya Lakshmi. Vijaya Lakshmi or Jaya Lakshmi is the Lakshmi of victory. She is associated with victory and success not just in war but in all endeavors as her form of dhana lakshmi presides over the monetary aspect of a business it is logical that vijaya lakshmi presides over success and the satisfaction that accompanies the sixth form is vidya lakshmi the word vidya means knowledge thus lakshmi doesn't just preside over the spiritual and material aspects of the world but also over mental growth this form of hers doesn't hold any weapons nor is she draped in the typical red sari associated with lakshmi this results in a resemblance to the goddess saraswati which we will explore in our video about saraswati the seventh form is the santana lakshmi the indian traditional lifestyle is known for its joint family system hence family itself was also a symbol of prosperity and thus santana lakshmi 
represented this aspect of life. The word Santana literally means children. Thus, she is associated with fertility and we could compare her to Prasuti, the goddess of childbirth. The eighth and the final form of Lakshmi is Gaja Lakshmi. Gaja means elephant. Elephants have always been associated with royalty. This is because elephants need huge amounts of resources to survive. Thus a kingdom that has elephants is prosperous enough to breed and support them and is thus at its peak. Furthermore, elephants are usually found in areas of the jungle that have the largest water resources. Thus are the areas that flourish the most. So we can consider this aspect of the goddess as presiding over a kingdom's prosperity as well as over the natural aspect. Hence, this might be the only aspect of the goddess which has a role that is not related to humans directly as she represents forests. In other traditions, particularly in South India, Lakshmi is seen in two forms, Bhu Devi and Shri Devi. Here, the word Bhu Devi is interpreted as the earth goddess and thus represents the material prosperity that is gold, juice, money, food and other resources. The word Shri means noble and Shri Devi is associated with the mental and spiritual growth as she presides over knowledge, speech and spiritual energy. Both the goddesses are depicted as seated on either sides of Lord Vishnu. Lakshmi is also part of the Indian trinity of goddesses, that is, three devis, the other two being Saraswati and Parvati. Her husband, Vishnu, is also among the trinity of gods, the other two being Brahmadev and Mahadev, respectively. Vishnu is said to be the leader, protector, and the manager of this world. He is the one that keeps the cycle going. If Vishnu is the driver and the world is the vehicle, then Lakshmi is the fuel. In this role, she is a primordial goddess and is a manifestation of Prakriti, the feminine aspect of reality. In the Bengali stories, Lakshmi remains as the goddess of wealth, but is said to be the daughter of Mahadev and Parvati and the sister of Ganesh and Kartikeya along with Saraswati. One of the stories associated with the birth of Lakshmi is actually of a re-emergence. It is said that the sage Durvasa cursed Indra, the king of gods, that the prosperity over which he is so proud would vanish from his world. And accordingly, Lady Lakshmi disappeared from Vishnu's side. The world lost all light and peace. The moon was gone and so were all the jewelry, gold, money, food and wine. Then, on Lord Vishnu's advice, the Suras and the Asuras came together to churn the Kshirasagar, that is, the ocean of milk. From this churning emerged Lakshmi, the goddess of prosperity. Thus, she is also said to be the daughter of Samudra Dev, the god of the sea. From here, she gets her name, Kshirakti Tanaya. Another story from the Karur Puran states that she was the daughter of the sage Bhrigu and his wife Khyati. Due to this, she is also known as Bhargavi, the daughter of sage Bhrigu, which makes her an ancestor of Bhargavram, or as he is known, Parashura, the sixth avatar of her husband, Vishnu. While Lakshmi is a name which rose to prominence in the Puranic era, the Vedas do not mention her just as we know her today. The Atharva Ved mentions a peculiar concept of plural Lakshmis, 
where it is said that with the birth of an individual, multiple Lakshmi's are born or manifested that preside over the various positive and negative aspects of his or her life. We see Lakshmi as a singular goddess and closer to the current concept of Lakshmi in the Shatapata Brahman. Here she is mentioned as the wife of Vishnu or Narayan. However, here she is identified as Shri, a primordial goddess born from the Prajapati in the beginning of all time. The story goes that all the gods coveted her powers and asked the Prajapati the permission to kill her and get the said powers. However, the Prajapati opposed this, saying that instead of dealing out violence, they should look up to her for her benevolence and ask her respectfully for what they want. When the deities approached her, she happily gave food to Agni, nourishment to Saraswati, martial power to Mitra, energy to Indra, priesthood to Brahaspati, and many other powers were given to many other entities. Further, we see Lakshmi as a goddess principally associated with wealth in the epics of Ramayana and Mahabharata. In the Ramayana, Sita is regarded to be an avatar of Lakshmi, complimenting her husband Vishnu, who was in the form of Ram. Similarly, she is said to have been born as a Rukmini who married Krishna, the eighth avatar of Vishnu. In the Upanishads, we see her as one of the Tridevi, the female counterparts of the Tridevi. Thus, we see two trinities in the Indian thought. As the Tridevs consist of Brahma, Vishnu and Mahesh, the Tridevis consist of their consorts Saraswati, Lakshmi and Parvati respectively. A lesser known story of the goddess says that she came from the left side of the supreme being Paramatma and split into two goddesses. These two goddesses were Lakshmi and Radha. Both wanted to be with the god who had arisen from the right side of the Paramatma. So the god split himself into two and Lakshmi married Vishnu and Radha married Krishna. Some of the oldest representations of the goddess are found on many ancient gold coins on which her figure was inscribed. Mostly, the Lakshmi statues that have been found till date have her flanked by elephants, that is, in her form as Gajalakshmi. Even some Greco-Indian seals have been found bearing the image of Lakshmi. A statue of a lady was found in the Pompeii region of Italy, dating back to the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. The statue is believed to be as old as 79 CE and was known as Pompeii Lakshmi. However, now it is believed that the statue is of a Yakshi, an Indian female guardian spirit, or perhaps an amalgamation of the Indian goddess Lakshmi and the Roman goddess Venus. Lakshmi is particularly worshipped on the third day of Diwali, the festival of lights, and that day is known as Lakshmi Puja. She is worshipped in the form of jewellery and money. The doorways are decorated with rangoli and people light crackers to celebrate the goddess. Kuber is also sometimes worshipped on this day. In the tradition of Lakshmi Tantra, Lakshmi is believed to be the supreme primordial goddess out of whom arose the three distinct forms of feminine energy that is Mahasaraswati, Mahalakshmi and Mahakali. In these stories, Durga is believed to be a form of Lakshmi when she slayed an Asur by the name of Durga. Throughout the stories, we see that Lakshmi is rather a benevolent and quiet goddess constantly sitting by Vishnu. Maybe this is an indication that if you are like Vishnu, doing your duty tirelessly, then you will find the fickle Lakshmi sitting still by your side. If you found this video interesting, then do forward it to as many people as you can.
do follow our page Satya Lok on Instagram. Stay tuned, stay educated, and last but not the least, know your culture by self-investigation of the truth. Shubhaste Pantana Santo, Jai Hind, Jai Bharat.